gonna lock it down now. We're gonna lock it down right now. So we're gonna lock it down now. 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 House parties. House parties. House parties. House parties. better at audio engineering, that's for damn sure. House parties. House parties. Hello, 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 and thank you guys so much for joining in to episode 5 of Rhode Island Reds the Podcast. My name is Matt Tremblay. And I'm Colin Cronin. And we have a show for you tonight. We are discussing probably the biggest topic in the state of Rhode Island right now. Uh, I've already seen a lot of jokes about it all over social media, and uh, yeah, did you get your daily scolding from Gina Raimondo today? <laughs> I felt like you know it's kind of funny. She kind of reminds me of my elementary school principal. She kind of looks like her, and so like that scolding kind of oh, made, totally. It, it was like a little bit of PTSD. You know, I could kind of feel it deep down inside of me. Yeah, like really. Matt Tremblay to the principal's office. Oh Matt my Trembley goodness! To the principal's office. That was a, a very common calling, but most of the time it wasn't in school. At least uh, in high school. So right, right. Call me for nothing. But cool. Colin, what's up? What do we got? Yeah. So today we're going to talk a little bit of the Rhode Island COVID numbers, some of the national numbers. Um, We just want to kind of run through the data. Everyone out there knows they've been lied to about this data. They give you what they want you to hear. They don't tell you a lot of things. I mean, they're leaving out some key points, data points. I work with data a little bit at my work. Matt knows a lot about the data. (laughs) So I walked Um, into Colin's house. I walked into Colin's house tonight to do this episode. He's sitting here and he's like, his hair's all frizzed out. Yeah, and he's I looked like, like Einstein. He's got a, like two pages full of numbers in front of him. Yeah. He's like, dude, I'm so close to unlocking this. There's something more to this. I know it. Yeah, I'm I had so a chalkboard <laughs> up and I had like a supercomputer running and uh, like five calculators. <laughs> it was awesome. And I went at it, man. And I went to like five, six, seven, like maybe 10 different websites to find all the data points I wanted to find because you'll never find them on one and they don't make them easy to find. So I was on the Rhode Island website. I was on the <laughs> CDC. I was on the World Health Organization. I was on, you know, even Trump's website trying to find all the real numbers of what what's actually happening here. And I got some pinned down for you. I hope I'm right. I mean, if I'm off by one decibel, you know, decimal, it could be, uh, could destroy the whole equation. Catastrophic. Catastrophic. But, um, I, I think I got it pinned here. down. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. We're going to run through that quick. And then the back half of the show, we're going to play Gina. If you didn't see it today, Gina went on, as she always does every day, the daily <laughs> scolding, I call it. Um, so she today goes on. hardcore oh, though. Yeah. Like the day before Halloween too, like, Hey, way to ruin the weekend. I mean, did you hear that beginning song? Did you hear Gina in that beginning song we just (laughs) introed? I mean, how epic was that song? That's why we're so late, too. We're so late tonight because we did so much prep for this episode. We're sitting here playing with the audio. We, like, (laughs) had to get that song out. I mean, it's fire. Actually, her second um, EP is dropping tomorrow, probably. We'll probably get another mix together. I'll I'll probably end up doing this later on tonight, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're going to do this again. But, um... Yeah, yes. so let's talk about COVID, right? So, I mean, we all know what it is. Uh, we've been dealing with it for, I don't know, seven to ten months. It first surfaced in, like, January in the United States, I'd say right? ten months. It's I'd been say ten months. months, yeah. And, I mean, there were rumblings in, in early January that there was something going on in China, right? And, um, you know, videos all over the internet, people dropping dead in the subways. And, oh, my God, it's the plague and everybody's going to die and... Um, and I think what we started to realize is that, you know, and, and l- let me, let me tell you from experience, right? My, my dad's brother, my, my uncle, 
um, was diagnosed with COVID in late March, and uh, he was admitted to Boston. Uh, I think it was Boston General or Mass General. I'm sorry. Um, and he was there for six weeks, and he was intubated in a coma for four of those weeks, um, and spent a couple of weeks in rehab, um, tracheotomy, the whole nine. And so I'm not questioning this, the seriousness of the illness, um, but I am starting to question whether or not, like, w- what are the real risks here for regular, normal people, right? Like, for I mean, for everyone, what are the risks for the people at risk? What are the risks for young people? Are we going about this right? Everyone seems to think that we're not. I mean, we we what happened was in the beginning, we were all scared, right? The right thing to do was to panic. The right thing to do was to lock it down. But then as you learn more and more about the virus, you have to say, hey, let's Get a more strategic approach, and I'll tell you right now, we're gonna we're gonna break down Gina's approach, and there's nothing strategic about it. I mean, you can almost see the political. It's 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 all political. We all know that it's all happening. We're gonna wake people up to it. Uh, we're gonna tell you some numbers. Like I said, you're being fed the numbers like like they like to talk about like the death rate, the case rate, right? And you got to dig into what that really means. So you, when you see these numbers, you go, you get real scared. You go, oh man, more people died today. There's a couple more deaths. There's uh, 152 people in the hospital. There's 15 in the ICU, dying on a ventilator. They're not telling you, I mean, they really quick tell you their ages, but they're not telling you if those people had underlying conditions and all these other aspects. And, and, and there's still, they still a million other people in the state. Yeah, and like, what's the population of the state? What's the real risk? I mean, you have to weigh the risk because right now, even Gina admits it. Gina admits there's actually crisis at home with children that aren't in school and people getting, you know, abused because they, you know, they don't have the counselors to talk to at school. There's there's real tragedies. There's suicides. There's drug uh, drug things happening with people. I mean, people are going back on, you know, if they were if they were clean, you know, they might go back to their drugs and drinking. I mean, this is a depressing time for anyone. I mean, for everyone. And never mind someone that might be disadvantaged. I mean, it's horrible. Right. And Colin and I have been very fortunate too, right? I mean, we've maintained employment through this whole thing. Right. Very fortunate. You know, we we were very... But there are millions of people that have been absolutely they've had their lives turned upside down right how many people are behind on their mortgage payments how many people are, are trying to figure out the way out like yeah great the federal government's you know kind of stepped in there and prevented evictions and foreclosures but that's going to come to an end at a certain point and it's not like the banks are going to say don't worry about the fifteen thousand twenty thousand thirty thousand dollars you owe us don't worry about that we'll just move on from it no at the beginning of this i my mortgage company tried to bait me they're like hey we'll give you six months furlough and I'm like, okay, let's, or, or forbearance. And, but in six months, guess what? Six months mortgage payments. Let's get back to normal and let's do more than even talk, even more than start a podcast and talk about this. Let's start to take action. I mean, really, this is becoming, um, I, I would say, borderline tyranny at this point. I, I mean, personally, I think it's a little bit, uh, it, it calls for action. So um, we're not going to go too deep into what we think might this might turn into, but uh, let's talk to, about some of the numbers. So, right? So the RI COVID numbers. Uh, right now, the Rhode Island population is a million fifty-two thousand five hundred seventy-six. Again, one million fifty-two thousand five hundred seventy-six people. Right. So the total COVID tests that Rhode Island has performed throughout the whole time—that ten-month period. Ten months. One million one hundred twenty-four thousand three hundred seven. Mind you, there are duplicate tests. There are multiple tests on some people. So when you see the number larger than than the population, it doesn't mean every single person was tested. It just means there was a lot of tests performed, which is a good thing. It means we're 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 probably we've probably cast a pretty wide blanket by this point. So so we probably really do understand what's going on, right? So um, from September, to, you know. Uh, 
going back to like September, let's just go back like a, maybe a month, right? We were doing about 10,000 tests per day. Now, if you go e back even further, like when this first started, you were getting like hundreds and we we're getting into 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 a day, right? We're at the point in September, we're at 10,000 tests per day. Now in October, we're actually made it at one point to 16,000 per day. Um, just the other day, it was 14,000. So we've got an insane amount of testing being done uh, per day, right? So the latest number on cases for one day, the the last day, I believe it is the 30th, would, October 30th would be 482 new daily positive cases. So out of those 14,000 and something tested, you had 482 new daily positive cases, positive tests for Corona, meaning they have, they likely have the coronavirus. Um, that doesn't mean they're all struggling. They might, there might be some asymptomatic. It just means that there were positive Could have cases. a little cough. Yep. Something like that. So total negative cases since the beginning of this in Rhode Island, 1 million 80,659 out of that first number of total test 1,124,000 1,080,000 of those tests were negative um 10,774 of those tests actually get lost in the numbers and they're unknown. They could be false negatives, false positives. We don't really know. They could have labeled the test wrong. There's things like that that went on. So out of the total case numbers for COVID, out of that 1,124,000, 32,874 throughout this whole time in Rhode Island have been tested as positive. Again, most of those were not severe. Um, so 29,565 of those were likely minor to no symptoms or so what's or, that? or just told to quarantine. 90%, so, right? 90%. Oh, a lot. I mean, it's right. so, so just to break that down, where I get that number is the total hospitalized were 3,309. So you take 32,000, do the math on that, minus the 3,000 of total hospitalized this whole time is 3,000. So you've got that number of basically they tested positive. They were never hospitalized. You know, they like to throw that big number of total cases at you. But these are people that, and we know some of them, they went home, you know, as Trump would say, they went home to mommy um, and they got better, you know? So uh, you got to work on your Trump voice. Total, total <laughs> discharge out of that 3,309 since the beginning of this that have been hospitalized in Rhode Island at one point or another. The total discharge from the hospital was 2,763, meaning they went in, they might have had some, some more severe symptoms maybe, and then they, they were out, they were fine, right? Um, the total COVID deaths within the entire, uh, you know, the entire spectrum of this, the whole time from the beginning of this in Rhode Island is 1,201. Now, um, we've got total hospital deaths, meaning they died in the hospital at 394, all right, so you've got a large amount that did not die in the hospital. Over 90%. Okay? Again. So this means, you know, either people might have been afraid to go to the hospital. They might have right. uh, not been taken care of. I mean, right. we, we've got fewer workers out there. These are things, these are real problems. So these are people that might just not have been able to get the attention there. Maybe in nursing homes, maybe they ignored it for too long. And some of these are questionable deaths because some of these people, as we know, we've seen in the news, you know, guy gets in a motorcycle crash and he's got, he tested positive for COVID, whatever it might be. And then they, they call the motorcycle crash a uh, COVID death. So there's a lot of questionable <laughs> things out there. So those numbers, I mean, that's really something to think about. 395 deaths in the hospital, 1,201 total deaths 
all over. Um, so where are the rest of those numbers? What, where are those coming from? It, it, it's, it raises a lot of questions. So right now there's hospitalized 152. Um, hospitalized, we don't know the condition of them. Uh, 15 of those are in the intensive care unit. We know the condition of them. They're, they're likely struggling. Um, where I said a prayer earlier for them. Um, and the same with the nine that are on the ventilator. Uh, likely those nine that are on in the vent on ventilators are within that 15 that are in the ICU, I would say. Um, so that's the quick rundown of the numbers. Now I want to go a little more in depth. So this is where you go in depth with the data and you start talking about what's really happening, right? So, um, the death rate changes a lot because out of those 1,201 deaths, the CDC actually came out and said 94% of total coronavirus cases were f because underlying conditions. So 94% displayed 94% underlying of all the, you know, the big number the Democrats like to push that uh, uh, 215,000, I think it's up to maybe 217,000 right now. Um, they like to say that, but 94% of those people had underlying issues um, or were older. Um, so when you look at the actual, if you took that number and you took the total deaths in Rhode Island, only 72 people in Rhode Island died purely of COVID since the beginning of this. Um, January. We don't want to, we don't want to, you know, downplay any numbers. Every life loss is horrible. We really pray for those people. I mean, we personally know people that have died since I know a, a, a friend's family member. I mean, th this is no joke. And it isn't a joke for older people and people with pre-existing conditions. And those are the people we really need to protect. And that would be when I go back to talking about a strategic plan for this type of thing. Um, right now, it's really like a blanket statement. She's locking it down. We'll show you later how she's locking it down and how it's just unreasonable. Um, so now to dig even deeper, right? So 37.6% of people over 18 years old have underlying conditions. Half of them are over the age of 65. So just to put that into perspective, when you say like how many people might have underlying conditions, there are a lot of people out there that are at risk. Not to say we couldn't, uh, you know, work around that. So when you dig once again, even deeper into the data with that, with that RI <laughs> population. Colin's like way down the rabbit hole now. Oh yeah. So when you, when you've got that Rhode Island population of 1 million 52,576, right? The actual death rate from that population would be with, if you have an underlying condition, 0.114% would, would contract, um, or so that's like 11 per 10,000 would, would, right? would die. So 11 per 10,000.114%. If you contracted it from that population, you know, that's, that's the number. So, um, of that total population now, people that are okay and don't have underlying conditions, your chances throughout, and this is throughout this whole 10th month period. So uh, throughout this whole 10 month period, you got to remember, um, that's what it is. It's, it's, you're, if you're okay, you're at 0.00684% of people die. So that's throughout that whole 10 month period. So it's a long period. Now, if you look back and out of people who contracted it and you look at that 32,000 cases and you look at the population, we're at the national probably average, right? So we contract around 3%, 3.1% to be exact, over 10 months. Now, if you look at that and break that 10 months down to daily, your chances of catching COVID tomorrow are 0.00010333%, okay? <laughs> so you're probably not gonna contract it tomorrow even how things lie now. So so there's no reason for this lockdown, obviously. There really isn't. Um, 
Now the the case uh, the the positive case rate when you look at the rate it's only went from now Gina's restrictions it only went from three point one percent she's flipping out over this it went from three point one percent if you do the math to three point three percent it is not up much much from this ten so this is pretty much how it's been um, the testing numbers are going way up like we said so you will see more cases the CDC does say you will see, you will see that this is normal. Um, so I hope that I hope I broke that down well for you. Um, spent I know a lot was, of time. On I know this. it was a lot, but I did want to get that out there. So if you want to play it back, if you didn't catch anything, you play it back later. Good thing it's a podcast. <laughs> Make know, sure you check his numbers too. I know check somebody's going to check yeah. the numbers. <laughs> I mean, good luck finding them all because it is crazy. <laughs> but I think now we're going to go over to the Gina video. Yeah, let's. Uh, let's which is really gears. the uh, we're gonna, we're gonna the big part of the show. Get the ready, because this anyways. is going to be a fun one, guys. We got a lot to unpack here. So yeah, so wait, but yeah, so let's give some background. Yeah. I mean, today, uh, today the governor announced some new restrictions in the state of Rhode Island. Um, you know, we'll, we'll touch on the highlights here. Uh, no social gatherings larger than ten people effective immediately. Um, she wants you to wear your masks in between bites at restaurants. Down from fifteen. Down from 15 to 10. <laughs> from 15 to 10. From 15 to 10. As if it wasn't bad enough already, people. Yeah, so now we can have no more than 10 people in a social gathering. Um, and she went on to list, what, what, we'll, we'll and, cover that, what she covers if you, as if your, social gathering. If your family has 11 in it, you have to kick one out of the house. So I don't know who right. who the you know the black sheep of the family is, but you got to kick them out. If Sorry. you have 12, you got to kick two out. Two Sorry. out of the house. Sorry. Sorry. You're homeless. Thousand bucks for a shed at Home Depot right now. They'll be fine out there. Yeah. You're good. Don't worry about it, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the, the 10 people restriction, pretty ridiculous. The mass, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, basically saying no parties for Halloween, for the election, um, you know, for Thanksgiving, potentially she's gearing up. She, she mentions Thanksgiving a couple of times in here. Uh, I think she even mentions Christmas once, which is like, okay, now you're really starting to stretch, but she keeps saying two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, but she's mentioning Thanksgiving, which is, you know, four, four weeks away, three and a half weeks away at this point. No Christmas people just give her, give her her gift. So here power. we go. We're, we're going to jump right in. This is the, this is, these are some of the highlights from governor Gina Raimondo's press com- conference. I'm sorry, Supreme leader. Uh, Gina Raimondo's <laughs> press conference this, this afternoon. All right, here we go. Write down on a piece of paper right now the 10 or 15 people that you absolutely have to be near. Right now. Right and now. she meant right now. Get out the pen, <laughs> get out the paper, and write those 15 people right now. And by the way, 10 or 15 is in the high end. It should be your family, your couple of coworkers. I don't know who else. Maybe a doctor. Am I the only one that feels patronized? Admit that you're only going to see those no. people for the next couple of weeks. Commit that you're going to wear your mask all the time, everywhere, except when you're with the people who you live with. Because that's what we need to do right now. If you want to keep that field hospital empty, as I do, if you want to save lives, if you want to help people keep their jobs, then that's what we all need to do. Keep their jobs. So she's saying if you don't do this, you're killing people and you're the one, not her, you're the one making them lose their jobs. I mean, come on. Could you be... Come on, man. Could you be any crazier? Um, so skipping ahead to, to uh, I think we're up like 30 seconds here, but because this is a long, she stalks for like an hour. This is an hour it's brutal. Long so we're skipping ahead to, um, yeah. to where people are 
pleading for their jobs. They're asking her, please don't do this. Please don't do this. And she is obviously going Please, them. Gov. Please, Gov. Governor, I need my job. I can't feed my kids. Governor, I'm desperate to visit my loved one in a nursing home. Governor, I cannot get enough staff in a healthcare institution. The answer to all of that suffering, which is happening in every neighborhood is in right now, is for us to follow the rules, to follow the new rules, the new rules of very limited social networks and constant mask wearing. And, I'm, and getting rid of any activity that's not essential. Okay. I mean, slap that mask on and start obeying. And stay. Or you will home. not feed your children. Do you understand me? You don't want to be responsible for kids not eating, right? I mean, you better wear your mask. I and mean, you better stay home. This type of stuff. I mean, when I was talking earlier, like, this is tyranny, like, this is tyranny. We just went over the numbers for you. There isn't a risk out there. And if there is a risk, it's with the underlying and the elderly, and we need to take care of those people, and we will as Americans. We will. So we're skipping ahead a few minutes. Um, man, I could blow on my mind here, but uh, <laughs> hey, I, I get fired up. I do, I too. get fired I, I, up when I hear insane. this lady. It's insane. Uh, yeah, so we'll try, to, we'll try to keep it light, but we might start getting real riled up here. <laughs> <laughs> so in this part, she um, she says something that's hilarious uh, at one. Oh, this is like a 10 second clip. But she says she literally says that COVID is spreading more through virtual school <laughs> than in actual school. Like, you know, when your kids are home, like looking at their computer, like by themselves in a room, but I they don't know. are actually spreading COVID and murdering people. I don't know if you guys realize that, but they are. And I have a 13 year old that that is a 13 year old murderer. No, no. I have a 13 year old daughter She's murdering that's doing people. virtual schooling and. I just have a really hard time understanding where she's catching COVID between her bedroom and our dining room table. It's about 27 linear so, feet. So, uh, for those that don't know, COVID actually evolved. It went from regular spit to airborne, and now it's actually in the uh, the waves of like the light on your computer screen. Oh, it can, okay. it can jump through time. <laughs> I mean, this is like back to the future stuff now. It's unreal. These Chinese I mean, are, are way ahead of us technologically. Way ahead of us. So. I, mean, I mean, I think by now we can all say it was a man-made virus. You know what I mean? It was doing stuff like that. But anyway. Also, I worry greatly about the impact on the spread of COVID by going to virtual school because the rate of spread in the virtual is higher than in person. <laughs> like, did you hear what? that? How does that make any did sense? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? I mean... Well, I don't think my internet's fast enough to transmit COVID. I'm not 100% sure, but... And, and I, I use Mac and Mac, you're not supposed to get viruses on Mac, right? Does anyone else want to hear that again? I want to hear that again. I want to hear it again. I wonder if later she was like, what did I say? What did like, I say? what? I mean, unless, dude, Matt, but she said it with such confidence. Like, it was like, that's what she meant to say. So I'm going to play that one more time. I have to. Go ahead. Listen up. Let's do it. Also, I worry greatly about the impact on the spread of COVID by going to virtual school because the rate of spread in the virtual is higher than in person. <laughs> What are you talking about? It just gets about? better every time. Can we hear it again? No, I'm oh, kidding. Let's I, move on. <laughs> it's 
it's so hard to get it right at nine minutes and 22 seconds nine oh, minutes and 22 good. seconds if you want to play it back on that oh it's too good um oh, so this next one i don't even know what she's talking about on this next one. Oh yeah no it's right after this clip something about like so she's saying something about like structure like she's basically saying like if you're at work it's okay covid doesn't spread but if you're at home with people it spreads and like she's talking about structure i mean she literally sounds like someone from the communist party of china like it's telling scary. you to get in this line is literally scary. yeah this is like odd and that is because we know structured environments is the name of the game right now unstructured gatherings is the huge problem Structured gatherings, structured schools, structured workplaces, um, you know, structured worship where folks are, you know, wearing a mask, you know where people are. That is what we have to get to. And so not only do children suffer when they're out of school, it's highly likely that letting school out at this point would exacerbate our COVID problems. So those are the three principles. As targeted as possible, as long as possible. Limited, limited effects on commerce, as long as possible. Keep our kids in school. Locked down as long as possible. Commerce, they, they want to keep this going as long as possible. It is crazy. It's funny, they, you know, in other clips that we're going to play, she keeps saying two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. Guess what is not going to be happening in two weeks? And she just told us how to, like, worship she's like worship structured do not tell me how to worship do not do not do, do not, not ever say that again Absolutely gina not. i mean <laughs> all right so here we go i think we're only like 30 Colin, seconds ahead on this Colin's shaking over there i can oh, see oh, it. he's getting oh, really worked up here uh, right, so what's this one another another banger from gina um oh yeah so covid covid only happens on the weekends too <laughs> Not Nights only does it smart and it knows, you know, you're at home and you're not at work, it only spreads on the weekends. Well, you know, it's like it's like back in the day when you had nights and weekends were free on your cell phone. It's cuz now it all it's all coming together. Now it makes sense cuz you need to have the increased bandwidth to have it transmit digitally and through the virtual schools. You know what else happens on the weekends? <laughs> they st COVID does it, I think COVID stops on the weekends cuz when I was looking at the data earlier, they have these large drops on the weekends. <laughs> no, for the testing, I'm not even kidding. The testing positive rates on Sunday they they plummet because they probably are literally off like yeah, at the hospitals and at the testing they're sites. Not testing they're the little tests. no, they're yeah, literally yeah. probably like one person instead of like, you know, a bunch of people. Right, right, and right. they they so tank. They backlog a test and it's like, from Monday, hey, if it's Monday. that serious, you get those people working through Sunday. No, every weekend you see the data points drop on us on like Sunday. Yeah. It's crazy. Where are we at? Oh, yeah, we're ready to go on this one. No COVID. No COVID. COVID doesn't happen on the weekends. But it's in the evenings and weekends um, and is when we let our guard down. By the way, that's understandable. It's human. Of course, you want to have a birthday party for your kid. Of course, it's your friends who you have over, so you want to give them a hug. It seems strange to wear your mask in your house with your best friends. Oh, yeah. It's human. It's understandable. Yeah, I won't do that. Stop. It's a problem. It's getting us into big trouble. Also, we're heading into Why a season, a mask? <laughs> um, which is a wonderful season in New England. You know, we have lots of holiday celebrations coming up. We want to be able to enjoy them which means we really have to crack down now. Crack down. So uh, effective immediately, 
I'm reducing the social gathering limit from 15 to 10, and I'll be signing an executive order later today to that effect. Why does she talk so condescendingly? I'm lowering the social gathering limit from 15 to 10. To 10? Can you read my teeth? 10? And that will be happening immediately. Now! Uh, by the way, that needs to be a stable, consistent, closed circle of a maximum of 10. If you could keep it to five, that would be better. Or if you could keep it to two or one or even half a person. I mean, that'd be good too. You know, some people are, have a family of six people. So that's why I opted for 10 and not five. That's why. I oh, told you earlier. Keep- I told you earlier. They literally mean like if you have 11 people in your family, you got to kick the 11th guy out. Well, what if she had 11 in her family? Then she would have stuck with 15? No, no. So so she, she just she said it. She said, hers, that's so why that's I went with 10. With 10. Because some, she has six. some people, some crazy people have six. I, I mean. No, she I, has six, she said. She said, I have six, and that's why. No, she said, I some have six. But she said, she did. Okay. I, I grew up with six, but I know there's bigger families out there. I know. I just, I know it. Keep it to five, keep it to five, but the law is now 10. It's a closed circle. It does not mean you see nine people on Monday and another nine people Tuesday and another nine people Wednesday. Shrink your social network. As I said earlier, write down the names of the people you're going to see socially. And by the way, and stick to that group for the next two weeks. For the next two weeks, be religious about sticking to that group of, t- of 10 people who Th- you're going to see. This is a religion now. Maximum 10. And by the way, even when you're with them, wear your mask. <laughs> for a while, we were all in a great no. discipline of kind of living in a pod. Let's get back to that. And wear your mask, even when you're with the people in that small social network. Um, Now, I want to be crystal clear. The limit for social gatherings for 10 is for unstructured, informal social gathering. Basically, you know, parties or a version of a party. Please put up the screen to define what we... Put up the screen. Show them my list of demands. Yeah, so she has a slide of what social gatherings means, and she gives you. But this is not a comprehensive list. This, this is, is actually this is actually where we got that clip from. Uh, that beginning the house song. Parties, yeah, the house yeah. parties. Lock it down. House parties. House parties. Dinner parties. <laughs> brunch. That's it right there. Game night. Friend gatherings. Family gatherings. Sleepovers. Um. You know, and that isn't the extent of the list, but I, um, hopefully you get the point. <laughs> Birthday parties, baby showers. That's the extent of the girls list. Girls' night out. <laughs> Her list would be like a mile long. This is where the spread is happening. Uh, Hanging uh, out with people after work. What about pinata parties? I mean, what if I want to have a pinata? I mean, she needs to do the full list. Well, that's why we're going to have, we're actually throwing a protest on Tuesday to oh, the lack yeah, of election right. results. It's not a party, it's a we're protest. Not, we're going to have a protest so, in my house. for the. Uh, we're going to protest the lack of yeah. election results on Tuesday night. So for those that don't know this trick, you just call your party a protest. Um, that's it. Our, our buddy John did it. It was great. It I was mean, an engagement protest. I don't yeah, know engagement we're... protest. It was I mean, awesome. We, we were really protesting that. And that's actually where this was born. Was I don't that think, protest? I don't think we won that protest. I think they're still engaged, though. Um, so <laughs> the next part here is... We love you, Danielle. We're just kidding. Not only 
<laughs> like She's not only so does mad. COVID know like the day it is, it also knows where it is. So COVID has has really evolved. So be aware. I mean, heed her warning here. What's not a social gathering? Offices, schools, buses, manufacturing operations, basically other dirty buses, sweaty workers at the machine shop. Where it's easier to keep a distance, where your guard is up, and where you have your mask on. So wait, I mean, has anybody ever ridden on a, a public transit bus? Colin, you've been on a rip to bus, right? I work in public transportation. <laughs> it is the most disgusting COVID-infested place ever. I mean, like, it, you ever step foot you on a subway? On I mean, it, I mean, in Boston, yes. In New York City, you step foot in the subway system there. The stench. You can feel I mean, the COVID disgusting. on you. How do they even sanitize that? They don't sanitize that. How do they sanitize buses? People are getting on at one stop and off at another stop. It's not being cleaned in between. People are getting off. And I've been on the buses. I've been on the Repta buses in Rhode Island. Those seats are small. They're very packed rides going all over the state. I mean, they're probably not as busy as normal right now, obviously, because people aren't working. But like, how do you how do you assume that a Repta bus is safe? compared to virtual school she's saying you know she's saying that a, a rip to bus is safe but virtual schooling is not insanity the spread is happening in casual social settings not so much in larger structured environments keep that structure people oh the next one this is this is a good part uh i think this is the no parties part no parties people no house parties um, and the fact of the matter is, we are just seeing too many parties. And maybe you're hearing me and saying, no, Governor, it's not happening. I'm here to tell you it's happening. We have spent yeah, all day, all night, in the past couple of weeks, pouring through the data, and it's clear as day. Birthday parties are happening. Baby showers are happening. Every single week, it's, All it's showing up in our contact tracing data. Yeah, we, we ask somebody who they were with, and they tell us. I was at my girlfriend's for a baby shower. There were only 12 people. Who's giving the state this data? L look at me real quick. I mean, I'm looking at the camera right now for Facebook. If you're giving the state this data, stop. Just stop. Yeah, all you COVID rats out there. You get COVID, you're on your own, all right? It's like, it's like going to prison, you know? You get busted with that bag, you keep your mouth shut about our parties. Nobody had a mask on, and it was just a group of friends. That's going to stop. That should not happen. For the next two weeks, please do not do those kinds of engagements. All I know is I don't see cake parties on there, so I'm good. Oh, yeah, cake parties. We're straight, dude. Let's go. I don't even drink, but whatever. I'll come to the keg party and hang out and try to turn blue people red. Piss everybody off real good. Oh, yeah. The next one. What is the next one here? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, the fines. Don't forget about the fines, people. $500 a person, baby. Oh, she ain't messing around. Ching, ching, ching. If we here in contact tracing, you had a party with 23 people. We're going to find out where that was. And we're going to find the host up to $500 for every person above 10 who was at that event. Can we do the math on that right there? That's what, seven grand? Oh, yeah. That's close to seven grand. On how many? Thir uh, 13 over the 10 13 person limit, 6,500 6, bucks. 6,500 bucks, yeah. 
Dude, that is... Well, you know, when you're running a $50 million a month hospital with 300 beds, you so need money to pay for that. So people are struggling, people are going through depression, but you invited your friends over, and now not only do you not have a job, and you not have a place to go eat and, and kind of have a laugh, but now you're 6500 in the hole. But you you know, you you can still go to the casino, so you should probably just go try to get that money back. Go over to, uh, what is it, Twin River over there? Yeah, and, and do me a favor, if you ever get those fines... Don't pay them and find a good lawyer. I, I mean, I I would bet there would be any constitutional lawyer in the state of Rhode Island would be more than happy to take a case when the state hands you a $6,500 yeah. fine for having people on your private property. Good luck, Gina. Don't you ever pay that fine. We had an instance a couple of weeks ago. Fifteen teachers went out to dinner together. As a result, they all wound up in quarantine. Are these the same teachers telling us that they couldn't go back to school? I hope not. These better have been the Republican teachers because <laughs> yeah. those would have been some hypocrites. I don't want to go back to school. Virtual is fine. I like teaching in my underwear. <laughs> you know? Come on. Give me a break. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> so, um, oh, the next one. They're going after the kids' parties. Even the little kids can't have parties, dude. Ruining these little poor no kids' lives. No sleepovers. Oh, here we go. No sleepovers. Very disruptive to those schools. Just yesterday, our case investigators identified a party among high school students in the East Bay. Now, just remember that they're high school students. And look at what Gina thinks they're doing for a party. There were at least 20 people there, possibly more. We're still trying to figure it out. Even at 20, it's too many. From that one house party, we've already identified five positive cases with more still getting tested. Because of that one party, at least four different school districts will be impacted. Hundreds, possibly a thousand people quarantined. And we have an entire team of epidemiologists spending their time getting to the bottom of that one event. That is time and resources of those people that could and should be spent, you know, dealing with other issues uh, related to COVID. So what does that mean? That means because a couple kids Decided to have a big sleepover. <laughs> so, so guys, when when we were in high school, we threw huge keg parties, bangers, like dude. bangers at houses. When Gina was in high school, she got together with her friends and she had a banging sleepover. I mean, they might have even had like a pillow fight. I oh mean, it was God. like, that's who we're dealing with here. We are dealing with the narc, the one that never got invited to the house party. I mean, Gina's like, Gina needs to go to those parties. Parties, man, lighten up. Jeez. The lives of hundreds of Rhode Islanders have been totally disrupted. Parents, we can't let that happen. I know it's normal. My kids love sleepovers too. <laughs> Gina, I hope your high school children are not having sleepovers. My kids don't make it through sleepovers unless it's at my in-laws' house. It's like Ugh. the only place they sleep. Which reminds me, we gotta get we gotta get those kids out of there for a weekend soon. Right. My wife and I need some time. Jeez. Yeah, I hear you. I spent all my time with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you love me. So, 
<laughs> we're skipping ahead a little bit here not much like a minute and uh yeah i think this is where she talks about the mask thing man like we're all so sick of the mask thing just stop but here we go i haven't washed my mask has anyone washed their mask <laughs> my, my mask on my rear view mirror for like three months <laughs> my mask like it, it looks like i wiped my ass from with the sun. it <laughs> yeah like it's got yeah it's got like little grease stains no it i'm just really. i think gross. i'm just immune from covid because i've just been breathing it in for 10 months at this point Okay, um, secondly, a, a word on masks. It is absolutely vital to wear our masks. It's incredibly uh, simple, cheap, and effective. So, as I said earlier, I, I, we need to be wearing our masks in, in every instance. But I wanna take a second to particularly talk to um, store owners, uh, retail owners, uh, and restaurants, but in particular store owners. So in a restaurant, you need to keep your mask on um, when you're talking to your server and when you're not eating or drinking. So let's <laughs> all of us remember that. And I'm, I'm asking please for restaurant owners and workers to remind your customers and to also have masks ready to hand out if folks forgot their mask. If we don't want conflict, we want compliance. We want compliance. Obey. Obey. There goes the restaurant industry. I'm not going out to eat anymore if I yeah, have to no do that. Chance. Like there she's just killing jobs. The job killer. I've been out I've been out to eat, I think, like five times since COVID thing started. Oh, and, I have been out tons, tons, because I, I, I don't mean, care. I'm not I, I don't care either, but it's just I don't like the restrictions and it just feels weird. And it just you know, I don't I'm, I don't know. Yeah, no, I hear you. A lot of people don't like that. I mean, it does feel weird. There's it no doubt about it. It just feels weird. Really so does. she goes on like after that a little bit to say like, no, like your kids can play sports, but you can't have sports spectators. Like the parents can't watch their kids have there play is, sports. There is a 0% chance that I'm leaving my children with anybody Yeah, that I don't really Some person intimately you barely know. know. Yeah. There's absolutely 0% chance that I'm leaving any one of our three daughters with anybody without and, one of us and supervising. if my kids are playing sports, like, I'm trying to yell at those kids. Like, I want to be there yelling. You know, get, what are you doing out there? You know, like, get with it. What are you doing? Like you know, Kurt's I got to pass dad. along that tradition. My dad, Kurt's dad, yeah. I mean, I'm, like, that's the whole point of my kids playing eventually is so I can yell at them, like, obviously. You better everyone. be the best. Oh, better. <laughs> So now we're skipping a while ahead because she just rambles on for a little bit. It's a bunch of nonsense. And now we're like 10 minutes, 20 minutes off. She goes on for like an hour. It's out of control. But I think this is the part where she says like no Thanksgiving or something to that effect. Earlier in the week that contact tracers are having a lot of trouble getting contacts. If you are. Oh, yeah. No, this guy brings up a question. I forgot. This is the part where. I'm sorry. She goes on to say no Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Then it skips ahead. And this guy asks a question of her. He asks. So she takes questions and he asks. If you're going to find people for 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 having like those parties and things, do you think it's going to like stop people from admitting where they were and it's going to prevent the contract tracing? Because think about it, just like we said earlier, like don't rat out anyone. If you go to a party with 23 people and they're trying to contact trace and they're like, where'd you get this? Where were you around people? And you're like, I'm at a, I was at a party at my buddy's house. Here's where he lives, whatever. They're, they're going to go find, find your them. friend. So find you're them. not, you're not going to tell them where you were. You're just going to be like, no, I, I, I was isolated. I didn't do anything. And it's going to prevent contact tracing. This is an obvious point. Like this is how 
they this is how they don't think like this is just proof that they don't think this out they're not going by any science they're actually horrible leaders yeah, horrible decision they don't, makers they don't use critical thinking they, yes. they're like okay well this is a good idea well they like, don't look at like well, how the hell are, are people going to take like, advantage of this this is like um it. decision making 101 like all this would take is like a chalkboard with the pros and cons of this decision right if right. we're going to find people $500 what might happen they're not going to tell you where they yeah, were you're not going to be able to help people, people we have in the state around like, come on best, man best we got yeah right Get out of office. Contact tracing and going back and finding people when the, finding the host based on the number of contacts. Are you concerned that's going to drive down contact tracing uh, cooperation? It's a risk. It's like everything else. It's a balance. Um, I'll tell you, like I said, state police will be tripling their um, manpower over the weekend. Similar with localities. I've been in touch with mayors. They must be refunding them. Right. From, from defund on. to refund. So if we show up at a grocery store at, or wherever and 10 people don't have a mask on, I could tell you right now, that store is going to be fined. If, you, if, they, if they show up at a house this weekend and there's 11 people there, there's going to be a fine. Um, You're not getting in my house. And the same thing if it comes up no. in contact tracing. So, look, it's in nobody's interest to lie to the contact tracers. But, you know, I hear what you're saying. But I think net-net, the right thing is enforcement. Wow. Really? <sighs> oh, it's crazy. Yeah, she goes on and on. She takes some questions. But, like, that's the gist of it. I mean, that whole that whole thing was just, like, Oh, if you watch the whole thing, you're just like, I can't believe she's doing this. I can't believe it. We've been going through this for 10 months. Like, just stop. It oh. is absolutely. So you guys got the insane. numbers now. Um, just to give you a heads up, we actually were on the phone earlier with Bob Lancia. Um, we recorded it and everything. He was on board with a phone call. Yeah, so Bob's um, running for the second uh, congressional seat. Your second seat in Rhode Island, second congressional district seat in Rhode Island in the United States Congress. He's running against Jim Langevin. Uh, and, and we had a nice 30-minute phone call with him before this episode. We were going to try to fit it into this episode, but it's a 30-minute phone call. We're going to actually release that tomorrow morning. Um, so tune in for that. We asked him some really good questions, uh, and he has some really great answers. I mean, if you're not voting for this guy... I mean, you just haven't you haven't listened to him at all. Yeah, we had it's some great insane. conversation. We had some great converse, conversation. The guy is dead on. He's the real deal. Get Absolutely. out there and vote for him November 3rd. Robert Lancia, Bob Lancia. And, Not oh, to be confused also his with wife. Langevin. Also, his wife is running. Yeah, his wife, his is, wife running, is running. Also uh, for the 16th district in Rhode Island for the House of Representatives in Rhode Island. So Right on. Um, right that'll, on. that'll be out in the morning, so watch out for that. Um, and I guess that just about wraps up the fifth episode of Rhode Island Reds, the podcast. This yeah, has been that's insane. Right. That's right. This has been a, a crazy cool week for us. We've learned a lot. We've stumbled a lot. Our Today five, was our first. Our five time. episode anniversary, man. Yeah. We're, things are getting kind of serious between Colin and I. Yeah, and uh, we, yeah. we appreciate everybody on Facebook. Um, we, we have a little bit of a dissemination team that's helping us out with getting this stuff uh, shared. I took a look. We had 52 shares on this video today. Yeah, we got that's some. big time. Thank you guys we so, also, so much. We also got some gear coming. We're going to have shirts, hoodies, hoodies some mugs, beanies. some coffee mugs, whatever. It's coming. And uh, yeah, wear it with pride. I mean, listen, I keep saying it. Open your mouths. Stop being quiet, right? Don't be afraid to share this stuff. I mean, people aren't even liking our statuses anymore because they're afraid of being exposed as a Republican. Do it. 
Spread the word. Right Change some minds. That's what we're doing. That's what you should be doing. Lock Thank you guys so much for joining us. Now. You know, pretty much every lock night here. Watch out for some great content this weekend. Right on, right on. Take care. House House parties. House parties. House parties.